we were supposed to have a guest. We might still have a guest uh, tonight, but they have not shown up yet. So rather than starting a million years later, we just thought we'd start and play MechWarrior talk- Living Legends. Well, let's let's uh. talk. Let, let's talk about what we've been playing. Uh, well, Legends. actually, actually, uh, let's talk about Humble Bundle real quick. What's uh, Humble oh Bundle? So on Humble Bundle, uh, they are releasing the Cry Crytek like assets for CryEngine. I saw that. And, uh, they should call I'm it wondering crisis if, mode. I'm wondering uh, if um, I'm wondering if anybody has bought this for Chris yet to so that he can start oh, building his game. Stop! Wow. Stop. wow. There's actually, there's actually, isn't there an actual game in here? Yeah, there's that Nex, Nezwiz, Nexwiz, Nexwiz, whatever that, that thing, thing that game thing. Yeah, there's a game, there's, oh wait, there's a couple games in here. There's also, um, is is that an actual game? Rise, the Roman one? Is there an actual game with that in here? Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually have it. Okay. Did you get this bundle? No, but I have Rise. Uh, our buddy Gage actually helped make that one. Is it good? Uh, it's entertaining. It's more, um, it's, uh, what do you call that? Uh, quick time action-y. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's Rise, Son of Rome. Yeah. Is that the one? How much, yeah. How, yeah. It, what, at the at the pay anything level? Or is it at the, like, $15 level or something? Well, I got it on Bundle Stars for, like, 7 bucks the other day, so. Wow. Yeah, it's, a, it's an okay game. Uh, it, you know, it's like... Much better single player than trying to do multiplayer, but well, I mean, yeah, multiplayer is just like, arena stuff. Is, yeah, more or less, it's just trying to tell a story. You're not really doing a lot of your own controlling, so yeah. So, but, uh, so no, I, I did see the solo bundle, but I have I have no artistic ability, nor I you know I, I don't I would not have created a game. So I'm like, nope, no thank you. Just gift it, gift it to Chris. Hey, um, <laughs> no, but seriously, speaking of games that we've been playing lately, uh, Jim and I checked out MechWarrior Living Legends. And, yeah, you guys have been talking, like, nonstop about that for, like, Speaking a day or of two Crisis, now. it's a mod for Crisis Wars, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. uh, so way see, more, I... it's like, it's like World of Tanks meets, like, MechWarrior meets EVE Online PvP, like, but don't let that, like, dissuade you from playing it. I'm talking about tactics and, like, organization and, like, how... Like they all work together as a team. It's pretty crazy. We got some videos up. Uh, actually, you can probably check out the Space Game Junkie Facebook group. We got some videos in there of us playing. Yeah, I, I was watching. Uh, I think one of the, I, I was watching Jim's stream the other day, and it looked the maps especially looked really impressive, like big open. Well, well, that's the huge areas. difference, right, between like Mech Warrior Online and this thing, is yeah. that this game. And I, I was thinking about this specifically today while I was sitting at work doing stuff. Um, yeah. Is this game, it has these huge maps and locating many, the how enemy. Many, how many of them? 180 maps, sir. Yeah, I was about to ask. Doesn't it have like almost 200 of these maps? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's basically 172 more maps than <clears throat> MechWarrior Online. <laughs> so... And yeah. about one hundred and eight, and about one hundred and seventy, so, about about one hundred and sixty more than Hawken. Dude, the other night we were fighting in caves. I was like, "What caves? Yeah, there's caves and stuff. It's it's what? like it's crazy. There's there's like one map that's you're in a city, there, right. you know, like all kind of stuff. So uh, the one that I'm in right now is like a snow world map, mm-hmm. and you know I'm walking around, and of course the trees are all destructible. You know, like 
I don't know. Oh, what, you can five, shoot the birds years. out of the sky. Yes, you can, dude. It, it, that was amazing. I got my machine gun out, and I was just kind of like splatting at birds, and they started dropping. And I'm like, oh my god, you can kill the birds like off in the distance. Yeah. So, but the thing about the game though is that you know mechs in BattleTech they have different roles, right? So you have your little lights uh, scout mechs, and their job is to be quick and get out there and spot the enemy and let the big boys know where the enemy is so you can be mm. ready to deal with it. Right. Um, and who sees who, it has everything to do with who wins, right? So right. in in this game, the scout mechs have a job. They go out and find the bad guys. And the, and in MechWarrior Online, the only thing that they are is just like a harasser. You know, they just run around behind. And then uh, they're hard to hit because they're fast and small, right? But somebody turns around and, like, plugs them, you know, and they die. And But there's no there's no role for them other than, well, we have to have four lights to launch a match. That's it, mm. right? Um, they're kind of fun, but really, I mean, give me give me a Warhammer every time because I'll live forever in that thing, and I'm gonna die. Right. I kind of like the spider. idea of scouting. I kind of like the idea of rushing ahead and be like, okay, they're over here, run away. Well, have I, you I, seen have you seen the Arma videos where the guys play Arma like serious army? You know where they're actually bit. doing yeah, radio they're, calls they're, and the. Yeah, and and they're playing it's it. It's like, like we're heading, we're world. heading, we're heading on the south, you know, south grid. You know, we're heading on the nine line down this way and around the ridge. Yeah, and, like and real tactical. Absolutely, and you, and you can be in this thing and like you know you you can have people playing artillery, like long tom artillery is in the game, and wow. it's it's freaking devastating. Helicopters, hover yep. tanks. Wow. Yeah, it's it's got like the full assortment of tanks in there from the tabletop game. Is like a lot of not everything, but a lot. And so what happened apparently is that Piranha Games, or it's probably IGP Infinite Game Publishing, who was their master before, um, had came to them and said, "Hey guys, with that mod, yeah, cease and desist, right?" Oh. And and made him quit that. So the guy that was making this odd Star Citizen connection, the guy that made MechWarrior Legend, Living Legends, one of the two, works yeah. for Chris Roberts making Star Citizen. So this oh. tells me that if anybody can take the cry engine and shove 20 pounds of shit in a 5-pound sack, it's this guy. Oh, very Because nice. he's got... This, this game was a first-person shooter. I'm stomping around in mechs in like a 10 versus 10 match, with artillery and air support and all this crap going on. And and it's just like, wow, okay, he he made something that was never in the scope to do that, do the apparently impossible. So I don't know. That you know, maybe maybe they can pull off a game. They're they're not showing it to me that right now though, because it is they have the free week going right now. And nobody's said anything good. So that's maybe telling. But anyway. So MechWarrior Living Legends, really great, and the people that play it on on the League... See, there's different ways that the server can run. You can set a server up yeah. and and just set it like, okay, everything's open by, there's no, you know, you have like unlimited money, just grab a mech, go out there and brawl, right? And you pick one team or the other. And then you can also play it a little more like Counter-Strike, where it's capture bases, and there's, you know, various bases around the map, mm -hmm. and they earn you money, when you take mm. them or destroy emplacements there or kill enemy mechs or, or everything that you do that's for your team earns you money. And then oh, okay. you take that money 
because you start out this is the other thing cool they have power armor suits in here and you start out in a powered armor suit did you play um uh was it mech uh mech assault on the xbox i did not mech assault 2 okay so it's the powered armor from mech assault 2 okay. is what you start in and you've got like a minigun and you got an, a pair of srm missiles and you can carry uh, when you get some money you can actually buy like a man portable ppc you know, stuff like that um and you can actually be pretty effective against like light and medium mechs with a powered armor suit because you can run up and just latch onto them and just beat the shit out of them and uh, you know and they're they're like trying to get rid of you um you can also use that same thing like you jump up on a friendly mech and ride them into battle and oh, yeah, they're, they're damn hard to spot, right? So yeah. it's like, oh, well, here comes you know some enemy medium mech, and then all of a sudden three power armors jump off of it and come fuck you up. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you know? Um, they they have, uh, like, the concept of ammunition, right? And, right, and rearming on the battlefield. Somebody can actually drive a, supp a supply tank out there. It's an APC, and it can spawn powered armor in the APC, and plus mechs can come up next to it and power down and reload. So it's pretty important to find their APC and kill it. Um, but the the matches, uh, the way that they play it in the league is they have a, a drop calculator. It's a spreadsheet, and they know not just how many tons something is, but what its its combat effectiveness points is based on what weapons <clears throat> are on it. And mm. they have to they spend. You know, like, okay, we got this many points to spend. These are the units we're going to buy. And then they assign pilots to it, and there's a referee, right, that comes into both chat rooms and discusses, like, okay, who's going to take what? And then they're spectator in the match to make sure nobody's screwing around. And, you know, what what was that? That was a 10-on-10 10 10 we were in, wasn't it? Yeah. 9-on-9? Yeah, you were on defenders, and I think we were on attackers for a lot of it. Yeah, and it, and the thing that was awesome about it was like we're roaming around the map and we're looking for where are they, right? And you got your radar shut off and you're like staying low and behind things to not be line of sight seen. And then the scouts find the enemy, right? And it's like, okay, they're they're there. Well, we saw one of them, but they might be faking us out and coming from the other way. So you know, like send a scout the other way, and then you figure out like where the where the main enemy force is. And then the the two groups like came around the corner and ran into each other, and it was an absolutely brutal twenty seconds where <laughs> these guys just annihilated each other. And it was like there was like three mechs left, and Hunter was one of them, and he was like running around. And I think you got the kill shot on the guy, didn't you? Or was that, Is that the one you got are you talking about the lava in? match? You talking about yeah, the, lava, the match? lava match? No, I did not get that last shot, but I was able to call him out though. I was able to call target on that one. Okay, because they they had me and Hunter in the like little tiny light mechs, and we I got annihilated fast because I just I put my nose around the corner and got it shot right off. Um, but there's so much firepower that comes out of these mechs in a hell of a hurry, and it's not like Mech Warrior Online where they can just you know they, I think in Mech Warrior Online they like half the weapon damage and doubled the amount of armor and stuff. Not so here. This is this is legit tabletop armor values and weapon values so hmm. if you get hit with an ac20 something just flew off it doesn't take like yep. three shots center torso to kill Good story, you bro yeah oh, nice and uh they've got dude the the mm -mm. damage model is nuts in this so the the guy had me take a mad cat out and then park it 
and then go grab another mech and come back and just take medium lasers and target one of the missile pods on the shoulder until I blew it off. When I blew the missile pod off, it actually fired the missiles that were in the rack, like half of them, because it's, it's an LRM-15. Like half the missiles come out like a fireworks factory just blew up, right? And the missiles are like flying around and hitting stuff and doing damage. And I got hit by one of them. Hmm. And you Yeah, know, so and, it's, like and, an a, it's like an AOE thing. Like it's uh... Yeah, they just randomly scatter. And, and it was just like, damn, that's awesome. And when you when you blow a leg off of a mech, it actually drags a dead leg behind it. Oh, nice! And yeah, just everything about this thing is is just magical. It's the it is the mech game that I've always wanted, and and it it just kills me that these guys got cease and desisted like that, right? So yeah, yeah and then that's what sucks about it is because they actually did make a better game, and uh, it's pretty great. Yeah. So so what's going down here? Because everybody's at at. Uh, the uh, GDC right now, Game Developer Conference. So yeah. I can't talk to anybody. However, when they come back, I'm going to be on the phone to Mitch Gittleman and uh, you know, the I can't Jordan Weissman, right? And I, every time I try to say Jordan Weissman, I almost say Julian Gallup, and he's the XCOM guy. So anyway, um, to to Jordan because Jordan is is king, right? He invented this shit. He owns the IP ultimately. And mm. if he can grant them immunity, and they can go back to developing this thing, oh my god. Because it's mm. a non-profit mod thing, right? I mean, they're not hurting anybody, and they're not going to take customers away from MWO. That's a whole different game. Because in MWO, remember they made that one map? It was like the really big winter map, and people bitched because it's like, it takes more than five minutes to find the enemy. Screw this, you know? Because it, it, it's like a grind game, right? So we just want to get the match the hell over with and get our points. Well, here it's a whole different animal. So here you're playing it because you want a mech simulator. There it's, you know, you, you got the Call mm. of Duty kids in there. So it's a completely Ooh. different mindset. So it's not going to it's <clears> not going <throat> to snatch their customers away or anything. So I I'm going to I'm going to go to him and just beg like, dude, you know, and you're doing your BattleTech game right now and you know, whatever and PGI got rid of IGP and Microsoft, I don't think Microsoft actually has the license anymore. I think it reverted back to FASA, maybe. So I'm going to find out, and at, at least uh, I'm going to get a clear picture of what the situation is. Even if it's okay. a no, I want to know who has what, and we'll go from there. So here's so here's the thing, uh, speaking of all this, uh, as, as an effort to increase our community interaction... I've been uh, setting up a bunch of game servers for the community to play on. Right. And uh, I think we're going to try and set up one of our own MechWarrior um, Living Legend servers. So Ooh. Currently, right now, we have a uh, Space Engineers and a Kerbal Space Program uh, multiplayer server. Um, Very nice. So you guys can head on over to the Facebook group if you want more information on that, and we'll probably add that information to the website as well. So yeah, the wiki, I didn't even the, know the forums, all that stuff. Yeah. I didn't even know Kerbal multiplayer was a thing. And it's a mod. It. Yeah, it's so a mod. can you can you interact with each other's stuff? Like, can I build yep. a space station? You come dock at it. Wow. So so here's I mean, here's Kerbal the thought. Is not, Kerbal is not my thing, but I am so glad it exists for people who love that shit. <laughs> you know? What about what about a Kerbal Rocket Racing League? Like we <laughs> we could just make like 
freaking stupid rocket cars and race. <laughs> that that would be some death and carnage. Unfortunately, I think that's like reserved for space engineers, but whatever. Well, they actually do have weapon mods for uh for Kerbal, by the way. Yeah, they do. They do. I've seen, they I've also seen have, they also make... have like mech mods too. Oh yeah. Hmm. I think so. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of things. All kinds of shit in that shit. In that shit. Uh, so I will have to, because I have the files here, I'll have to install this Mech Warrior thing this weekend. And, yeah, it's uh, it's a super easy install, by the way. So um, it requires the demo version of Crisis Wars. You don't even have to have it licensed or anything. And uh, so what they did is they streamlined it. They said, okay, we're going to pack the mod and the Crisis Wars demo thing together into a okay. unified installer. It just sets itself up. And then the only other thing that you need, because GameSpy is dead, and right. he used GameSpy, so they have a launcher, and you run the launcher, uh. and it says, uh, what am I looking at, like 15 servers right now? There's nobody on them, because, you know, there's nobody on them. And all the guys we were playing with were European. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. But they play on the weekends. That's League Nights was, what was it, uh, Saturday, wasn't it? Um, but anyway, so, um, yeah, it's like... Every freaking weekend, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> so, like, don't even call me because I'm playing MechWarrior. Oh, I, I cannot actually. sustain interest in MWO. I can, I can play it for like three, four drops, whatever. I played this game all day, and and like did. I, I didn't want to go to bed because <laughs> it was, it was, it was just like, like it was like it was all day Christmas. Sunday or something like that. I yeah. played M- MWO with you once, I think, and I I I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm just like, this is okay, sure. This is yeah, nice, I, mean, it's, I guess it's, it's Mech Warrior ish. Yeah, um, it's it's, it's mechy warriory. Yeah, dude, sure. they could they could fix that game though. This this is the thing, they could totally fix that game, but I don't know if it would please the audience that they've got right now, um, because it would make the game slow. That's what it needs to be, though, is the thing. Mm. So, so why not have an alternate mode? Okay, so they did their planetary conquest stuff, and did you see the? I put a video up in the in the channel where they're actually rolling out like phase two of the the planetary warfare stuff, right? Community warfare. So oh, wow. now they're going to have actually faction stuff, and they're going to track units and things, right? Wow, and, something and, Heavy Gear did back in 1997. Yeah, it's true. Um, you know, and that's a that's speaking of heavy gear. We need to like check in with those guys and see what's going on because I have not heard anything from from them. Although I looked at some videos and it looks like it's evolving along, but disappointingly, they too are going with the arena style. You know, yeah, MOBA type that's game. why I'm really not that interested in it. Yeah. So the other thing that I think about is okay if if I talk to Jordan and oh. he says nope. We're powerless. We can't do anything because, you know, the license is locked down by those guys and lawyers, right? All right, fine. So we have powered armor and we have tanks. And we don't even need mechs for right now, right? Why not make a freaking Hammer Slammers game, right? Or remember Terra Nova? Oh, fuck. Of course I remember Oh, my God. Dude, this is Terra Nova right now. Because I can jump in a powered armor and fly around. And do all that Terra Nova shit. So oh. it's Terra Nova right now. Like we can oh. have a powered armor war in the woods, okay? Um, and then it's got tanks and stuff. Well, tanks, you know, you change how they look <laughs> a little bit. 
Yeah, you, you change you change how the tanks look a little bit. Whoop de doo. Um, if they actually got models for modern tanks and stuck them in here, you could actually yeah. have like a you know a two thousands era tank battle. Just put some Abrams and some T nineties and do it. The, this this engine is like ready to do it, man. And, and have, all the maps you, are there. Can you have bots in this thing? Unfortunately, there's no AI stuff. That that was like um, on the ta- that was a coming soon thing, and you know when they uh, got squashed. So, well, but, I have break I have breaking news because the Par- paradox folks are doing a presentation right now over in Europe, and apparently the release date for Stellaris is May ninth. Wow, well, there's that. That's really close, you guys. That is pretty close. Really what? close. What one? Stellaris. Okay, yeah. yeah Paradox yeah, like, like a month um, and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully we can get them on at some point. I've been trying, but we're small fish, so, you know, who knows? But I'm, you know. Have you I've, been trying uh, the No Man's Sky folks as well? I emailed them once or twice. Uh, and I've never heard back. Not even, oh, we'll get back to you once we have something playable or anything. I've never heard anything back. I will try one more time, at least. What I've been trying to do is uh, get a Starflight podcast going with the original folks who did that one, because that turns 30 this year. And uh, Oh, right, yeah, you talked about that. I remember and, that. And I got, the, I, got the, I got the lead guy, and... But that's all <laughs> so far. So that's the one I've really been working on because shit, Starflight, goddammit. Um. So yeah, so Stellar Tactics, huh? Yeah, this game. Um, from what I've seen, uh, apparently this company, according to their website, Maverick Games, uh, which is the company who's making Stellar Tactics here, uh, was founded in 2016. Which is, you know, now, like three months ago. So maybe so they've that's gotten why a lot I... done in a couple months. Because this, I mean, guys, we don't have uh, folks on the stream or on the on the U- on the YouTube or whatever. We don't have an actual game to play. So uh, they sent us some video, and it looks like the love child of Starflight and uh, uh, Sentinel Worlds Future Magic that I've wanted since 1998. Because not only do you have space stuff. You land on the planets, and you run around in turn-based combat shooting folks, which is exactly what you did in in Sentinel Ma- Sentinel Worlds. So it would make a damn fine traveler game. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Where you die before you even finish making uh, no, your character? No, no, not necessarily that. But it, but you know what I mean. The whole traveler deal, though, is like yeah. okay, I got a spaceship, and then we have an outside the ship. RPG. Did you play Traveler Zodani Conspiracy back in the day? No, I keep I I, I mean to. I I know I need that, to. That was a thing that was kind of if if you want something to scratch your Sentinel World's itch, it was kind of like that. Oh so, really? Yeah. I keep an eye, I keep an eye out for boxed copies on eBay because apparently the manuals for those things were fantastic. So I bet um, you could find that on the internets. Well, yeah, but I want I want the manuals is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm keeping an eye out, like, the physical. Right, but don't deprive yourself of playing the game just because you're waiting on the physical thing. If, hey! If it was there. I just had a thought. Sorry, random thought. I got really sure. excited. Uh, go, go for it. We got, we, got nothing, the, we got nothing but time, Hunter. <laughs> you guys in the chat, 
I, I, I want to see a show of hands. There's, I know there's not many of you at the moment, current moment, but uh, I want to see oh, a show of hands. If you want uh, to like play a game with us that you guys have like been dying to play, what would that game be? Ah. Like if there's if there's a game that you guys want to play with us, let us know because we are we are really wanting to engage more with our community and play with. Yeah, you I mean we're trying so, to bring more people from the community into the Thursday night thing. We have we have a chat right here, yeah. and we're talking to you guys. So tell us, right? And we have, but we also have the IRC chat. We have the forums. We have the Facebook group. We have Twitter. We have all these ways you can get in touch with us to tell us what you want. Um, Come on, Merrick. I, I know. I know you're like wanting to tell us. You want to play My Little Pony Island Adventure? I know you do. I did and ask. We'll, sorry, and we will play it with you if you want. <laughs> what is that? What is that horse game on Steam? The Magic Crystals or whatever that one is. You know what I'm talking about where you raise a. Yeah, the quest for the Magic Crystals. Or ah, Secret it's like of a, the Magic Crystals. Yeah. Yes, I got Which it as will a remain a secret. I got it as a joke gift. Yeah, from who? Uh, I don't remember. This from is me. like, was it from you yes. four years ago? Mm-hmm. Did I know you four years ago? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I was like, you're a closeted brony. I'll send you this. Oh yeah, yeah. It was July nineteenth. I love how um, Enhanced Steam tells you this. It was July nineteenth, twenty twelve. That was yeah. That was pretty much when we started the pot. Like shortly after we started the podcast, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So. Oh wow. Wait. There's DLC for this game. Dude, there's a yeah. coloring book. There's a coloring book DLC for this game. That's hilarious and I awesome. Know. I know. Oh my god! You can upgrade. Oh wow! I should play this. No, I shouldn't. Okay. Uh, Nobody should play that. Yeah, I don't know. It's what's like going it's on, like shower with my pony simulator. Uh, wow. Speaking of Starflight, I don't know if you all saw, folks, but um, someone from the forum Gamers with Jobs, which if you haven't gone to, is probably one of the finest forums on the web. Um, sent me for, sent me for free a Sega Genesis, a working Sega Genesis, and so I've been playing the Genesis version of Starflight on that thing. I- I have heard those people are very nice over there, and and it, they're very nice over there. It's the best. It's really probably the best community I hang out on, besides ours, of course. And uh, they're really great. Second, I mean, to, second to none. I mean, the guy sent it to me for free. I didn't even pay for shipping. I'm like, I'll pay for shipping. He's like, don't worry about it. Okay. So I got this big box with a fucking Genesis in it <laughs> that costs like twenty dollars to ship. And so it'd, it'd be like so if you nice. bought one at a game store. <laughs> yeah, I could have walked across the street and got one for probably a little more than that. But um because there's a game shop over there. Um but yeah, so I've been playing that and it's really the best version of the game, I think. Because it like makes things so much more hands on. Have you ever played like the console versions of like uh Star Trek the Next Generation or Deep Space Nine? You know what? Uh no, I have not. It's it's funny. I've heard mixed things about them. Like when I went to that retro gaming expo, and that's where I bought um, Starflight. I also saw a next a Star Trek Next Generation Genesis game there, and so I'm like for like eight bucks. Like, oh really? So I I looked it up, and the reviews were terrible. Yeah, 
So they're either they're either like uh, they're just so bad that you just don't even want to deal with it, or they're so bad that you're like, this is hilarious. I'm going to keep playing it because it's so stupid. Oh really? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's that kind of. <laughs> I've got a DS9 game here for the PS3 for the for the PC that I need to play. Uh, I think it's called you Fallen. Know, the Fallen. If we, if we could somehow figure out how to get multiplayer of Dominion Wars working, I would be the happiest Ooh. person ever. Yeah, no, that was, that apparently that was I. You know what? I somehow missed that one because I wasn't into Deep Space Nine when it came out. It was it was, uh, and my I recollection is it was a hard game. Hard like challenging or hard yes. like wall of difficulty. Fuck you, player hard. Like it was a good challenge. Uh, I, I think I think I think a mix of that. Actually. Okay. Okay. Although they were supposed to have this like create your own ship builder thing. That would like work with it, like where you could build your own starship out of like different spaceship parts from Star Trek. Well, and, appa- uh, I could never get that to work. Well, apparently they also. Someone was telling us this the other day, but I believe it because it was Simon and Schuster. There were two uh, Star Trek creator programs, um, that like starship creator programs. There was the original uh-huh. one, then there was Warp Two, and they were both terrible. They were both yeah. Warp terrible. Two was the one that I had. That I couldn't get to work with Dominion Wars. Yeah, but apparently, apparently it's supposed to. Yeah, yeah, apparently that's what I heard. I heard you could uh you could uh get it to work. Now, let's see how much I've got hang on. I've got it as a I've I've been keeping an eye out for it on um on eBay. There it is. Which uh which one specifically was that, Mark? The the Genesis Star Trek game? Because I thought there was a couple. Yeah, I think there were there was more than one. Well, let's look it up. Star Trek video. I'm sure there's a list. History of Star Trek video games on Wikipedia. So let's see. Here we go. Here's a list. Uh, do, 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 do. Commercial games. Oh, computer. Console. Here we go. Um Well, there was uh, Star Trek The Next Generation Futures Past for the Super Nintendo. There was Star Trek. Oh, 5. Yeah. There was Star Trek Five: The Final Frontier, which was probably as bad as the PC one. Um, there was Star Trek Generations Beyond the Nexus. There was uh, Star Trek Next Generation: Echoes of the Past. There was Deep Space Nine: Crossroads of Time. Um, there was Star Trek Generations. There was Star Trek Invasion for the PlayStation. But yeah, there were not as nowhere near as many uh, Star Trek games for consoles as there were for the PC, which I don't know you if know, that's a good thing or not. Speaking of Star Trek games and such, yeah. um, and then uh, Battlefleet Gothic has come out, you know, in early access. So oh yeah, yeah, I, to- I toyed with the the tutorial. It, it's it. I died very quickly. Do you, did you? Like whenever you're looking at the depth of like controlling all the ship functions and crap, did it occur to you that this is like Starfleet Command? A little bit, not as not as detailed as that, but a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I was I was kind of getting the Starfleet Command vibe. Although I was hoping that that game would be turn based, and it is, of course, not. Of course, um, it isn't. No yeah. one wants turn based except for the Grognards. Which right, but, but see, as a as somebody that likes to think about what the hell I'm doing, 
Oh like, yeah, put a, no. Put I a tight turn limit on me, right? Like give me thirty seconds or or whatever. <laughs> but but it's kind of like I was expecting like a Wego kind of turn based deal uh, because yeah. you know it would be like I plot my movement, you plot your movement, we hit go, ships move. All right, we do it again. And and that would have been cool, right? Because it could have been a little bit tactical or, or whatever. But here at least you have the option that you can whack the space bar and go bullet time for a while. So that's not as bad as it could be. Um, right. But still, there are so many freaking things those ships can do and so much stuff to think about. And then you got like five ships. And, and it's just kind of like, wow, this is a little bit overload. I don't know if I can quite control this. And when the and when the game is not in bullet time, it is freaking fast. You know, uh, it it occurred to me that we need to try and see if we can't get Elite Force to work and play a good Star Trek FPS. Oh, yeah, and, you like which one? Uh, the first it, one. Oh, doesn't the second one have even better multiplayer than the first one? I, uh, I don't remember. I know the, the second one's the one that they made the mods and stuff for, though, right? Like the water uh, there was, the Voyager there mods was, and stuff. There was a lot of mods for the first one. There was a lot of mods for the first one. Um, yeah, like someone built like a whole like Voyager like ship mod that you could just like walk around the whole ship and like tour the ship virtually inside the game. Um, same thing with like the Enterprise E. It was a it was a really great game. I I was just thinking like you know we don't do a lot of first person shooters because there's not too many sci fi ones that we do. So yeah. Well, uh, hopefully next week we're doing uh, Unreal Tournament. That's what I think. That's what I'm suggesting we do for the multiplayer night. Yeah, I got two K four installed. I think already. Oh yeah. So what apparently is multiplayer this week. I forget. Uh, X Men versus Tie Fighter. That's right. I guess. We'll probably start the campaign from the beginning because fuck that one mission. Um, so apparently, yeah. apparently with Dominion Wars, according to Wikipedia, uh, some of the game modes include uh, Domination, Free for All, and Find the Founder, which is hilarious. That sounds funny. Um, apparently you can hang up to 48 ships, 48 people, maybe. I don't know. That sounds crazy. Yeah, I think it suffers from the fact that it's hard to get working on modern computers. Yeah, I'm going to have to snag a copy of this, see if I can get it running. I actually, I have one. I can probably try it, too. Okay. I mean, it looks kind of cool. It looks kind of Starfleet Commandy, actually. Yeah, I was just really disappointed, though. Like, Star Trek games just don't get enough love, right? Like, there no, was a whole... There was a, sorry. Yeah, they haven't been that great either. But well, they vary so much. That's the thing; they vary so much in uh, in quality. That's the thing; they're all over the map. Well, I yeah, just... well, like you had the few during the '90s, like uh, for PC specifically, like you had the Elite Force games, which were actually decent, yeah, and then you Star... also had uh, the Armada games, which were decent, right? Yeah, Starfleet Command, you know. But then yeah, for yeah, yeah. for the, all of them, you have the game show. You have Borg, you have Klingon, you, you you have Final Frontier, you have Rebel Universe. There's so many bad Star Trek games. Can we can we just take a moment and huh. remember Star Trek the game show? Okay, that's all. So, 
it, it, it's funny. Uh, Nicole wanted to start D Space Nine from the beginning. I don't know why, but we got to the um, the Q episode last night, and she didn't remember it at all. And I'm like, no, we could skip this one. It's terrible. It's horrible. And she's like, no, I don't want to watch it. Okay. He, he, actually, the deleted scenes for the Q episode are quite hysterical. Seriously. Yeah. There's a there's like a there's like a bit where um, they're in Quarks and um, like uh, John DeLacy or whatever like forgot his line and uh, Cisco is like holding him by the collar and he's like bring them back Q and and Q's like or what you'll you'll ravish me <laughs> it's like he didn't know what to say oh. <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> I know. Oh wow! Is that on the DVD? I think so. Yeah. See, I want to buy those DVDs, but they're so expensive. But I, I figure you can also it's... get YouTube. Can, can show you. Right, but I want all the special features. So what I'm going to probably do is once they disappear from YouTube, I mean from Netflix, because you know that's going to happen. CBS is going to be like, we want all of this only on our service, and fuck you, YouTube. Fuck you, Netflix. So I'll probably buy all the DVDs that day, which will be an expensive day. That'll be an expensive day. Merrick says, need more Gorn. There weren't any Gorn on D-Space 9. Are there? I don't think so. They were mentioned once, or twice. I kind of like the new Gorn. The ones that were in the Star Trek motion picture game. Oh, yeah. Wait, which, which one? Which, um, the arcade one or the Vectrex one or which which game? No, no, the, I don't mean the motion picture like in the eighties. I mean the two thousand nine. They made the Spock and Kirk together again. Oh, the the oh that. No, I never yeah. played that one. That looked really bad. Actually. Oh, but the Gorn in it were pretty awesome. They were they were um, lizard men, kind of like more, more like if if uh, raptors had evolved into humanoids that's kind of what they were. So they they weren't like the that that big plodding Frankenstein lizard that was all like Well, Ugh. Star Trek Star Trek yeah. um uh, Star Trek Online I think had had that. Really? Really? I haven't seen the Gorn in it. Really? Cuz they're like some of the things that you run into the most with the Klingons. Yeah, you're talking about uh DAC, right? That Star Trek DAC game. No. I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about Star Trek Online, but he's talking about something else. I'm talking about Star Trek, the the third person. Two, yeah, Star Trek 2009 video game. Oh, the, tw- the, the you're ta- you're thinking the one from 2013. That's why I was confused. The one from 2009 is called DAC, and that's only like Deathmatch, Assault, and Conquer. Now the the one the the Star Trek, it's just called Star Trek. Is yeah, I see what you're talking about. I didn't play that at all. It looked awful. It looked really awful. Yeah, the the Gorn are um, they're kind of Dungeons and Dragons lizard men looking. What? Kinda. And they, and they're not slow, right? They're uh, they're pretty speedy. They're they're more modeled on like uh, raptors or something. Wait a minute. But yeah, the the Gorn in Star Trek Online are more like. Uh, uh, Bosk the bounty hunter from uh, Star Oh Wars. yeah, I, I see him. They do look kind of raptory, don't they? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's like, like I, a statue of it. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. Statue. I see it right here. That's a pretty. That's actually a really cool statue. Actually, 
Uh, I'll, I'll, it's a pretty, that's a pretty awesome statue, actually. Yeah, and it, it's like the, I mean, the Gorn didn't have to be like a big slow thing. I mean, it's just how it was played in the TV show, right? But yeah, um, yeah, I, it's I'm surprised that there's not more done with them in Star Trek because they would be very interesting, and and it's not like they're just like some trailer park end of the galaxy, you know? No, these guys. They got into space, right? They got warp technology and stuff. They're not idiots. So, yeah, well, you know, I mean, that's the thing about Star Trek. They're so unless unless they're the guys who are like, "You're smart. We're not." Oh, I make you wonder those, how those guys those got guys, into space. How the fuck those did those guys, guys into space? Idiocracy. Oh, God, yeah. God, that was the episode where Picard also got his his heart replaced, his mechanical heart replaced. Right? That was the whole deal with that one, right? That was the A plot or the B plot or whatever plot. Right. It was oh, like the, it was like Picard got a heart and the the I thought that was a Q got episode, his courage. No, and... that was a different episode. That was that was a that was a different episode entirely. That was that was when uh Picard got shot with something and it made his mechanical heart kinda go, explode. And so while they were saving it, you know, Q's like, You're dead. We're gonna go back in time. Oh, okay. Why Hello, Star Trek? Yeah. Why is it always the time? See, that's the thing about Star Trek. It's like, oh, we're going to use this race in one episode, and you're never going to see them again, because there's really no continuity except for Deep Space Nine. Like, like when I, wa- when I, when I watch uh, like Next Gen, and they reference anything that happened previously, I get a little excited. I'm like, oh my god, continuity! Yeah! So was, was Deep Space Nine a, uh, an answer to Babylon 5? Or something. They were made. They came out around the same time. They yeah. They were roughly the same time. So no, um, they were. From what I understand, they were developed pretty much independently of each other. But you know how it is. You know, asteroid disaster movies come out at the same time. Volcano movies come out at the same time. Shows about a space station. Two like Wyatt Earp movies that came out at the same time. Yeah. Shows about a space station come out at the same time. Um, Three volcano movies. Well, okay. There was Dante's Peak. Volcano. There was Volcano. Volcano. <laughs> and, and there was, what was the other one? Uh, Ring of Fire. I don't know. No, that was a Johnny Cash song. Actually, did you know they're making a sequel to San Andreas? And it's going to be about the Ring of Fire. Haven't I'm, even seen the first I'm, one. I, yeah, I haven't either. I love Dwayne Johnson, but I, I can't make myself. Um, and I love disaster movies, and I still can't make myself. Um, I can't stand disaster movies. Have you ever? Have you ever? Unless seen they're done the, like extremely well, but no. have you ever seen the original Earthquake? No. Oh, it's a '70s movie. In fact, oh, that was the, the last... decade of disasters. Oh yeah, that that um, that is I mean, how... the only movie that I remember actually going to the theater with my grandparents. Really, and they went to see that. Yeah, I never oh. went to a movie with them again because they they were just like not go out people. And and that for some reason, we all went to the movies and saw Earthquake. Earthquake. I just remember watching when I was a kid, like they on TV, like all those airport movies. You know, there were like eight of them. Remember those? Oh, yeah. Airport Airport 79. Airport 81 with the Concord and. Or whatever, you know, like, oh my god. And Towering Inferno, Poseidon Adventure, the original, of course, is my all time favorite. An airplane. Well, <laughs> that was a different genre entirely. 
<laughs> oh, airplane. But um, yeah, there were so many disaster movies in the 70s. Ridiculous. Great. But yeah, yeah, I remember like, and then there was Deep Impact, and there was also um, the Armageddon around the same time. Yeah. Deep so, Impact, uh, that, was the, uh, that was the porno one, right? Yeah, exactly. Totally. The what? Um, you get it? Deep Impact? Never mind, uh, sorry. Wow. So yeah, no, Deep Space... with Tia Leone in it. So yeah, Deep Space Nine and uh, Babylon 5 didn't really have anything to do with each other, but I, I've tried getting into Babylon 5 like four or five times. Oh, did you know I, that uh, I can't do the, it? I can't do it. Yeah, Babylon Five is really hard. Like you got to get past season one, and that's even I've, a stretch. I've tried. I've tried. I've had friends who have brought me over to their house. I'm like, okay, we're gonna sit down. I've I have specifically chosen six ep- of the best episodes for you that don't involve an arc so much, so you can just jump in and enjoy them. And I still am like, okay, that's nice. What about I, just I, the movies? The movies. Yeah, they made movies too. They so, did. Yeah, totes. What? That's what I've actually seen. I saw. I watched season one, and I was just like, "Oh God, never again." That was and, so terrible. Yeah, and and I was away from it. And then some friends of mine that were like super fans were like, "No, no, you have to watch the later stuff." And I was like, "What?" So there was a there was a movie. It was like Aftermath or something. And, what? Yeah. Oh wait, I think it was it about the guy with the big hair. Did it focus on him? Yeah, it was. Uh, I saw that. The That's guy with the big Londo. hair. I don't know what his Londo name Calrissian. is. His name's Londo. Yeah. And you know what's weird? I love cheesy sci-fi shows. Like in the '90s, there were so many of them on on TV. Remember this? They were like Mutant X and Time Tracks and Andromeda and Xena and and Hercules and all these cheesy ass. And, and Devil's I, Alley. I love that shit. I love that shit. Yeah, I couldn't get into Babylon Five, which is what you'd think would be right up my alley. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's um, it it had some interesting stuff. It it did some things that nobody else had done. But you know, the true tragedy is the thing that they made after that, which was Babylon Crusade. Was that about the ship? The, yeah, the, they had the, a cool looking that, ship. Yeah, they had a ship and they were traveling and and it was like the Templars and they're on a crusade and they had a wizard with them. Oh. And you know, it was totally it was King Arthur in a spaceship, dude. Oh, and, that and I was awesome. just like, what the hell? So they had um they had a uh like technomancer guy with them, right? And his Ooh. magic spells was actually like nanites that would swarm around him but they would look like magic you know <laughs> and right. you know so he could throw fireballs but it was it was nanites we swear um yeah it was weird and the ship the ship uh, if the if the show wasn't called excalibur the ship was named the excalibur or something i don't know i've blocked it out of my memory but excalibur was something in there huh. it might have been babylon excalibur <laughs> could have been <laughs> the show i i don't even know Hurtful, uh, but it was it was totally like Merlin and the and the boy captain and the. It only it, that didn't even last a season, if I recall. Uh, if it lasted, I didn't last to the end of the episode. So I oh man, know. oh man, I was just like, oh god, and, and I was out. Yeah, I think I watched it because you know me and ships. I got to watch something with a ship in it, so I watched it, and I was like, what is going on? Because I I I obviously wasn't familiar with the universe. And it was like, okay, I'll just try and jump into this. That was a bad oh, idea. Oh, that's a that's a poor starting point. That I, <laughs> that's, yeah, 
No, you're right. You're absolutely right. It was a very poor, very poor starting point. Uh, so uh, let's see. What's coming up on the podcast? Let's talk about that for a few minutes because we've been going for almost an hour. What's coming up on with... the podcast is we're going to be talking about what's coming up on the podcast. I don't know uh, how much after bullshit this message we... from our sponsor. I don't know how much bullshit we can throw at people. Um, we should do a sponsor message. Do we have a sponsor yet? Should I make something up? We do not have sponsors. Go ahead. We do not have sponsors. Wash your butt with soap. Ooh. Now so, back to our show. Tell me more. No, um, <laughs> it's soap. Ding. Um, so, uh, folks, next week we're going to be talking to the uh, developers of Star Command Galaxies, which has been in development for quite a long time, had a Kickstarter and everything, and it's they're on Beta 8. Alpha 8, Beta 8, something like that. Um, then on March 29th, we're going to talk to the folks behind Descendants Voidborn, which is a neat-looking kind of 4 x adventure looking thing. Then we're having our buddy Chris back for our 150th show, Chris Stockman. Uh, not only that week are we going to introduce a new format to the show, but we're going to talk about Fleets of Soul, which we talked about briefly the last time he was here, but it was barely a game. At that point. And then I we might have something on the 12th. I Oh, God, I don't think I put it on. But we might have something on the 12th of April. And then we're going to be talking to the developers of Vendetta Online. Um, so, yeah, we have quite a bit of awesome for the next one, two, three, four, five shows. Woo! Uh, yeah, we work hard here to uh, bring you lots of awesome stuff. Hi, Alex. Now, um... Folks, I just want to throw out something. I try not to uh, advertise or pimp too much. You know, I try and keep it very minimal. But we would but, like you to try soap. Yeah. It, wash your butt. Your, Sorry. it washes your butt. Ding. Um, Do you no. get that not-so-fresh butt feeling? <laughs> try soap. Every morning? No. Um. <laughs> try yeah, you, Just you try know, it. So that's a, that's a thing, though, right? Like, it, it, this is happening right now. The soap. What's, um, so the the what's model with with ad block, right? So all the YouTubers and stuff, they're starting to feel the pain because everybody's ad blocking, right? And the, <laughs> and the websites and the podcasts and everything. So I look for things to go back to the the like mid show endorsement, like try soap. You know, like this show brought to you by the letter N and the the letter capital three. Well, um, I don't know. There's a, there's a podcast called Sawbones. I don't oh. know if you guys listen to it. It's on um, no. the Maximum Fun Network. It's basically um, a husband and wife team. The wife is a doctor, and the husband is a comedian. And they talk about all these fascinating ailments through history and how they were discovered and how they were how people f- tried to cure them throughout the centuries. It's that pretty, actually sounds damn interesting. It is interesting. I I can't listen to it after a while because it really gets skeevy but so i have to take a break every now and again but it's actually really good but what they do is like in the middle of every episode because it's always just the two of them they're like well the wife's like well i could tell you more but you have to go to our billing department because she's a doctor and so that's when they slip in the um the mid episode um the mid episode sponsor um commercial thing it's actually kind of usually pretty funny. I don't know if we're that adept to doing that, especially when we have guests. But uh, <clears throat> it's not something I'm adverse to. But no, no folks, you could you could just turn to Chris Roberts and be like, "Chris, do you ever use soap?" 
Ding. And there it is, right? Actually, no. Uh, there's a set of commercials out here for a plumber, and they talk about how their plumbers smell good, right? And every time they say, our plumbers smell good, they play a harp. I'm not even kidding. Like, Bring! Every time. So that's like, try soap. Bring! You know, awesome. Harp. Um, no, folks, we have a Patreon, and it's doing, you know, it's kind of stagnated. We haven't gotten a new person in about a month. Uh, and I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for all the patrons we have. They pay for the hosting, which actually just went up in, in price. Uh, they pay for the Mumble server. They pay for the Evolve room. They pay for all kinds of stuff that we use to um, to uh, help help with the community, to help play games together, to help have an awesome community. So I am going to be reworking the Patreon a bit. To I don't know about tiers yet, but I want maybe more um, interesting reward, interesting goals. Like if we get to this goal, we'll have two podcasts a week or, or something. Not 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 like that, but like maybe I'll cover two games a week instead of one. You know, something like that. So uh, that sounds I've, like slavery to me, actually. Well, you know, I I mean, if people are willing to pay for my time. I'm willing to give them my time. That's prostitution. Well, it's it, it's time. Okay. Not my my anyway. Um. So, folks, Touch it's my body. I'm oh, sorry. So uh, you, you can fi- you can find <laughs> a coworker of mine does as as exercise really? and and oh, what's she, his name? she 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 oh. actually uh, she's actually like competes at it professionally. I'm not even making this up. I I um, honestly think like joking aside. That should be an Olympic sport. It's, I'm not it's, shitting. It, because... it takes a lot of strength and focus. I was talking to her about it. It takes a lot of a lot of upper body and lower body strength. It takes a lot of focus and concentration. It's serious shit. I know it demands it's, a lot of concentration and focus. And yeah, it's not just oh, it's it. a stripper thing. No, it's serious <laughs> Shut stuff. Up, Jim. <laughs> but anyway, um, so folks, we have a pa- anyway. What, what I was saying is, we have a Patreon. And you can find links to it here on YouTube or on the website or on the Facebook uh, group. Or just go to patreon.com. I think it's slash Space Game Junkie. And, and every dollar you uh, pledge really helps us make this, not just the blog, but the community better. I mean, again, it pay, it's paying for the Mumble server. It's paying for the... Uh, the monthly fees for Evolve, so we can have static IPs for our game party room. It, it pays for all kinds of stuff, and and the more we get, the better we can make this. Like I can probably get video editing tools that aren't just free from Microsoft, you know, shit like that. So I would encourage everyone to at least check out the Patreon page, um, and if you do feel like throwing me a buck. Great. If not, that's cool too. I appreciate you visiting and listening and watching regardless. Here's 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 a great way to look at it. I'll give if you, you a really dollar like, if you quit if, talking if, about if, Patreon. If you if you really like what Brian's doing, how about once a month you buy him a cup of coffee? And the best way to do that is to contribute to Patreon. Or buy Thank him you. a lap dance with fifty bucks. To- there you go. You can buy him a once a month lap dance. Or a cup of coffee. What is it, like five bucks at Starbucks or something I, like that? I could definitely use the coffee. I could definitely so. use the coffee. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, just check out the Patreon. 
Also, folks, we are trying to um, revamp the forum and make it more active, make it more integral. We want to kind of make it a centerpiece of the community. Like, we want to make it so we can post stuff there and then share it everywhere. You know, like, if an event's coming up, we'll post it in the forum, then share it on the Facebook group and the Twitter and everything. Stuff like that. So the, you can find the forum at, at the Space Game Junkie site. Um, I just um, switched to an, a much better piece of software. I was running my BB, but now I'm running Simple Machines, which is a million times better. Um, it's fast. It's mobile-friendly. Uh, and, of course, it's free. So check out the Patreon. Check out the forum. We are – the Space Game Junkie is almost five years old. And – I don't think it has the eyes on it that it deserves. So I'm going to be working hard this year. We're all going to be working hard this year to make this site not just better in terms of content, but better as a community. But we can't do that without your help. That's all I'm asking. So check out the forum. Check out the Patreon. Check out the Facebook group. There are links to all these things below this video. and Or if you're listening to the podcast, go to spacegamejunkie.com. There, there's links to everything there as well. Um, the Facebook group, the Patreon, the YouTube, everything. So uh, the final thing is just tell your friends about us. You know, like I, I try not to ask this too much because I don't want to sound like I'm begging. But, you know, you know, it, every, eye, every pair of eyes helps. We, we love engaging with people. We love talking to people. We love seeing people in our chat room, in our YouTube chat. We love having people join us for Thursday multiplayer mad matches. Yeah, we would like to remind the audience that the NDA is lifted and you may speak about us openly now. <laughs> Everywhere. You're no longer <laughs> prohibited. I mean, they're, they're good at keeping secrets. We're the best kept secret on the internet. But those days are over. And right. now, go forth yeah, and The promote. NDA is up. We should start a religion, actually, and then part part of that is actually that they have like to they ride did, bicycles and go door to door and tell people about Space Game Junkie, like they did on uh, John Oliver. Praise be, praise be. Send us your seed. Um, no, don't don't send us your seed because they actually got semen <laughs> when they did that. Did you guys watch that? Do you guys watch John Oliver at all? Uh, no, not I saw anymore. The, I saw the drum <laughs> thing, and that was enough. Oh, it's a great show, but they the t- they they did a this bit about these all these weird church for profit churches. So they started one to see how you know much money they could make as a for profit church, and they made like about twenty thousand dollars, which they gave all to Doctors Without Borders. But people actually but, sent them. But they made it from who? Their audience that was yeah, their the audience people. Oh. People sent them actual money that they use as a donation, but people also sent them semen. And seeds, because well, that was know, the thing. Send because, us your seed. Because every sperm is sacred. Every sperm yes, is great. This is and true. If ever sperm gets wasted, God so, is quite irate. Folks, I don't know what happened to our guest tonight. He he never replied to my email. He confirmed yesterday it was coming and got the right time in the email. But I don't know what happened. I apologize for that. So hopefully this has been entertaining. Uh, I don't know if... We, we're going to have this gentleman back, or when? He's probably locked up in a woodshed somewhere. Somebody telling um, him to rub the lotion on his skin. I don't know. But maybe. It'll be okay. I mean, he's, I don't think he's in a state where they voted today, so I don't know if that's an excuse. Um, well, it depends on who you voted for, really. Uh, yeah, let's not wah, talk about wah. that. Uh, wah, wah. But um, 
Anyway, you know, you know, they said that the mental health places are starting to fill up. It's it's not, uh, you know, it used to be like fashionable to be like Napoleon or whatever, right? You know, crazy yeah. people. Now they said a lot of people are coming back, and and they they all say, you know, that they're admitted, right? And they're like, I'm not crazy. I actually came <laughs> back in time to knock off Trump before he could get elected. Oh. And and it's just, you know, I don't know, man. Maybe they're oh. sending a lot of people back. They're from the dark dystopian future. Yeah, they're they're from the it's it's all it's all Mad Max over there now. And... Yeah, it's twelve monkeys all the way. Did you well, see 12 you, guys, monkeys? you guys you guys saw the meme, right? Where it's just like uh, <laughs> Trump's not going to win the president. Twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, President Trump can't do that. Twenty eighteen. Hey, I'm watching Hunger Games tonight. Hope my district wins. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That president was Camacho great. will be next. I, oh, I care not who wins this election, but it will be Camacho in 2020. <laughs> welcome to welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> Guy I used to work with used to answer the phone that way. It's <laughs> nice. funny. All right, my friends, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you uh, for listening and watching again. We had to do something because our guest, I don't know. Hopefully we'll find out. I hope he's okay. I'd, be, I'd feel terrible if he was like in a car accident or, or something, but I don't know what happened. Maybe or like if he maybe, fell into a wood chipper. Or or maybe he had an internet outage. We don't know. I mean, oh, that's the worst. It's been happening a lot lately, too. I'd rather have the wood chipper, really. No, just take yeah, my internet right. away. I'm through. <laughs> it's like being well, dead anyway. What was it? The Maslow's Pyramid of Needs and someone sketched in the bot. The, in Wi-Fi. The, a, a, a new lowest level of the pyramid is Wi-Fi. Yeah, exactly. Which is so true. Just so true. Uh, so, folks, uh, this week for Multiplayer Madness, we're going to be doing uh, – we're going to be returning to X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Uh, so that should be fun. So get and you guys can join us. Show up. Yeah, yeah you that's right. You guys can totally join us. join us if you want. Um, I don't think it's on Humble Bundle anymore. Uh, but if you didn't get that humble bundle with all those Star Wars games and you didn't own them already, you're an idiot. Oh, uh, you're too slow. Well, no, not necessarily because the GOG versions are actually much better anyway. Oh, I so. agree. That's true. I am not disagreeing with you on that, but I mean, if you had to get them some way, that's the cheap. I mean, they're never they're never they're going to be that cheap on GOG. That's the thing. So hopefully the two versions can work together because I have a feeling that's going to ha- that's what we're going to find out. But um. So let's let's do a bonus thing for the people who hung out in YouTube that okay. the people that listen to the podcast don't get to hear. Let's talk about roguelike games for a little bit. Okay, folks, uh, for the podcast, um, that's a good idea. Thank you for listening. We're going to cut the recording here, so we will see you next week with Star Command Galaxies. Uh, thank you for listening, and have a good night. And if you give me five bucks on Patreon, I'll slip you a copy of what we're going to say next. Maybe, right. if you're nice. Okay, sure.